Welcome back to A Slice of Humble Pie. Our guest today is Clarissa Williams, one of the coolest people I've ever known. We've actually known each other since middle school, which is some 20 years ago at this point. Ah, time flies. (laughs) Clarissa has a master's of psychology, and for her thesis, she studied first sexual experience and virginity loss. Then she got another master's in counseling and spirituality and participated in an internship as a sex addiction therapist. Clarissa's private practice, CW Counseling, focuses on anxiety and depression, sexuality and communication, skill building with couples and family. She is an LGBTQ, gender non-binary, poly and kink-friendly therapist. Her clients appreciate her straightforward and direct therapeutic style. And I just wanted to share as well that this episode, there is no such thing as TMI. So be prepared for a spicy chat. We're going to explore body autonomy and overcoming shame. But also, in our very honest and raw conversation, we were talking about culture. And since I'm uh, recording this introduction separate to the actual episode, I and at a different time, I just wanted to... Uh, give a little bit of a disclaimer and talk about or touch on something that we talked about then that has now evolved. We were at some point speaking about Canada and our indigenous peoples. And we had mentioned the 215 children that were the remains of the 250 children that were found at Camp Loops Indian Residential School. This was part of the episode that we had recorded um, a few months ago. But at this point now, when I'm recording this introduction, the number has surpassed 6,000. And I just wanted to take a moment to highlight that for accuracy purposes and to share that it's really, really important for us to have these hard conversations and to correct ourselves, educate ourselves if we're ignorant to it, and keep talking about it. Because this isn't some history of the past. It's 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 a reality. It's a situation. And when it comes to overcoming anything, when we're talking about psychology, when we're talking about human beings, it, it is a very necessary conversation. And it's the layers of people, especially you know, if your background is First Nations, it's, it's part of your history. It's a part of your culture. It's your environment and it will influence therapy, well-being, and nutrition, fitness, all of the above. So it absolutely is relevant. I just want to thank Clarissa for having such a raw conversation with me and for being open when both of us were, you know, new to this little podcast forum and talking like this. And I'm super pumped that I got to share with someone that I admire. So thank you for joining and let's get right into it. Welcome to A Slice of Humble Pie. Our guest today is Clarissa Williams, and she's actually one of the coolest people I have ever known. Uh, I think we've known each other since middle school, which is Really, really just outrageous to think about because that's been two decades at this point. (laughs) Uh, Clarissa has a master's in psychology and for her thesis, she studied 
for sexual experiences and virginity loss. Then she got another master's in counseling and spirituality, and she participated in an internship as a sex addiction therapist. Clarissa's private practice, CW Counseling, focuses on anxiety and depression, sexuality and communication skill building with couples and families. Uh, she's an LGBTQ, gender non-binary, poly and kink-friendly therapist, and love that. Her clients appreciate her straightforward and direct therapeutic style. So disclaimer for those of you listening, there's going to be absolutely no such thing as TMI on this chat today. It's going to get a little spicy. And our topic is exploring body autonomy and overcoming shame. Welcome to A Slice of Humble Pie, Clarissa. I'm so pumped to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. It's nice to see you, and I haven't seen you in a while, so even though we're online, uh, it's nice to see your face again. Absolutely. Um, let's get right into it, because I'm really curious about this, uh, like the topic we have on today. I'm really pumped about it, so I want to learn more about you. That's a really interesting background, and like the, the fact that you got two masters and explored this. What inspired you to pursue psychology in the first place? And how did you further study sex therapy? Mm -hmm. So actually in high school, um, I was studying uh, business and accounting. And I so in grade 11 and 12, I was doing economics and accounting and business because I wanted to do accounting after high school. And uh, my dad, who is a librarian for many years at the University of Ottawa, suggested that I take an introductory psychology course after my 12th year. So I took that course. I was immediately smitten with psychology. And so I canceled my plans and I rerouted my field and I got into my Bachelor of Psychology at the University of Ottawa. And actually, that was the best decision I ever made. I think for me, I was motivated by money and stability. And mm. I believed at the time that if I were to do accounting and if I was an accountant, I would make a good steady income for myself. But that was a horrible decision because I'm really bad at math. I actually might even have dyscalculia. So <laughs> simple arithmetic is not easy for me. And I really struggle with that. So that was a horrible like train of thought on my part. I'm really glad I switched. So yeah, I did a bachelor of psychology and, um, I did some sexuality courses at the University of Ottawa, and there's a professor there named uh, Peggy Kleinplatz, and she's very well known in the field of sexuality and human relationships. And I took her course, and I was so fascinated, and she inspired me, and she still inspires me to this day, her approach to her work, her sex-positive attitude, and I really try to embody that when I'm with my clients and with my work. So... Yeah, I took her courses and I was just like, this is it. This is what I want to do. And I, everything she said, I resonated with so much. So she was a huge inspiration for me. That's fantastic. And it's also really, really cool to hear how you had a train of thought and a plan and like, you know, like life doesn't go according to plans and you allowed yourself to to shift and like not have to fit that narrative that you had had when we were younger. Like mm -hmm. I remember said, fuck the plan. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's like, fuck this plan. I'm going this way. And I completely appreciate that. I actually was thinking about uh, like in preparation for our chat today, I was remembering Ottawa U years because I think we were there at the same time. And I remember just like, okay, yeah. yeah, I had a random memory of just like, 
passing each other in, I think, the cafeteria. And then you were just like, I'm on my way to psychology class. And it was just, I remember you telling me you were studying that. And I was just like, well, that that makes so much sense. That fits Clarissa so well. It just fit. It just yeah. fit. Like, it was just like a, yes, absolutely. So the fact that you. Did you do sports medicine? No, I did. So, yeah. So my story is I started in journalism. Uh, that was my thing I thought in high school I was going to do. Because I always was cool. really interested about stories. So very, very fitting that we're having this conversation in this podcast forum because I wanted to do broadcast journalism. And then um, I kind of had this realization of I was always interested in, in health in, in, in various areas. And so I was varsity athlete um, at Ottawa U. And partly through I switched to communications because I wanted to cons- uh, pursue health communications and okay, then cool. integrated that. So yeah, the, no, this part has been also a fuck the plan. <laughs> I'm going this way. And it was just really interesting. And then I'm connecting everything. So yeah, I'm really excited for this podcast, of course, because it's connecting that youthful plan I had, but like, not necessarily according to plan, but the intention I had behind it was to have conversations and to learn. So mm-hmm. that was honestly what I wanted. So to have it in this forum and to have an opportunity to talk about like, like, why? When else am I going to randomly talk about sex therapy? Which I absolutely love that. So, um, the the no shame part, really, which I know we're going to get into later. I think that was my my inten- intention to explore this area, and to go off plan was like, well, why why have shame around it? Like, what do you want to do? Like, why do you have to fit this box? Um, and mm-hmm. that was my personal story. So, mm-hmm. absolutely, that's awesome. I love it. So, speaking of shame. Let's get into the topic a little bit. How does shame relate to the cultural messages about sex and sexuality? Um, That's a big question. I think to start, I'm going to have to link in areas of morality and religion. Um, So one of the one of the things I learned about that was this notion of Catholic guilt. And so historically, the idea of being sexual and the idea of having a sexuality was so. just uh, uncomfortable for people, right? And so even uh, in, my, in my, it's bringing back ideas that I had from my first uh, introductory to uh, introduction to sexuality course with Klein Platz, where she would say, even in um, what's the word I'm looking for? In the olden days, let's say they used to almost uh, put a skirt on the bed, and the history of that is that it, it's almost they wanted to remove any reminders that we are sexual people. And so covering that up was an example of that. Um, I, can, I can't think of other examples, but there's many examples where um, as a society, we try to cover up this idea that we are sexual people. Um, and we see that in, in the ways that we talk about it and, um, and the ways that we don't talk about it as well. So I think this idea, how shame fits into sexuality is that People are so different. Every individual is so different. And it's the same with food. And I know we, we, we can weave that into here because food and sex are similar in some ways. 